so here's here's one of the last ones that I, w- I want to talk about. Maybe talk a little bit more in depth because I think it's a very fascinating one, which is the uh, conspiracy that the government killed JFK. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so there's a really, I, I think it's a, a very fascinating take on JFK and and you know his the story of his of his death and the different uh, folks that were involved in it. There was a, uh, I think, I want to say that he was like a, a, a chief justice or something, but um, this guy named Warren uh, created the Warren Commission, which was folks, you know, studying this this event. Uh, JFK gets shot by uh, uh, Oswald uh, in Dallas doing, you know, doing their little drive-through. And, uh, and this was like an 880 some odd page report and it was tons of like eyewitness there was a lot of uh at the time people taking pictures video cameras like old school real uh cameras and it was one of the they said that it was one of the most documented uh assassination in history there were so many different angles so many different people that were there right so many witnesses so many witnesses and uh, and I thought, well, how how could there be a conspiracy if there was so much there that seemed to be uh, documented? Nine eleven. <laughs> well, yeah, you know what? That's a that's probably another good one. Mm, uh, that's a terrible one. Yeah. Well, of course, yeah, it's a terrible one. But uh, uh, but they were kind of going through. There's this there's this show. Uh, I ended up finding it on. Originally, I watched it on Netflix, but then I couldn't find it again, so I went on Amazon Prime, and there it was. But uh, there's a documentary called JFK, The Smoking Gun, and it's based on this this article that was written by uh, a guy named Howard Donahue. Not the Donahue that hosted the uh, alternate to Oprah when we were kids. Mm, okay. But uh, this guy, he, he, um, he was involved in this... Uh, uh, CBS special where CBS in their investigative journalism did a a, a mock-up of of the uh, book repository and uh, the angles from the book repository window where Oswald was was stationed you know with his rifle and it was angled down and on this figure that they had basically put on little uh, railroad tracks. And so they could get, they could measure the angles right. And they, what they wanted to do is they wanted to time. Could someone with the equivalent rifle that Oswald had, could you fire three shots in under six seconds and actually hit the target? And they, I mean, they had a lot of different people go through this process. And one of the guys who was able to perform it was this Howard Donahue guy. Mm. And so he was an expert marksman. And uh, a gun enthusiast, uh, ballistics ex- expert, and he was able to do that shot in I think it was like 5.6 seconds is what the the goal was. Three shots from a bolt action rifle, and that's, and able to hit the target. That's on it, yeah, that's pretty incredible. But Mo- moving target, yeah, slow moving. but moving. Well, they said 11 miles an hour. That's moving. That's moving. Yeah, yeah. and moving away, like down and away from that uh, that vantage point. And but he was able to do it, and but one of the caveats was it took him three attempts to finally get it to do it right. Now Oswald, 
I mean, who knows how much practice time he had, but, you know, he did it his first time. And Oswald was not a great, you know, he was not a sharpshooter. He was not like this great, uh, you know, professional. Military sniper that's, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, you know, but maybe he had practice. I don't, I don't know the history behind that. But uh, so they basically said that, yeah, it was, it's, it's probable that someone can, can pull it off because this guy did. Well, this guy, as he gets involved in this process, he's a ballistics expert. So he started looking at some of the evidence from this Warren report and started to see some things that he questioned, whether it was true or not. And um, some of the things that like, caught my eye in particular was because you and I, we, we've gone out shoot, shooting together, and there's a difference between... Full metal, full metal jacket uh, rounds versus a uh, hollow point, mm-hmm. right? Why don't you explain what the difference is? In- well, if you have full metal jacket, it's 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 like um, your lead is covered with a jacket fully, mm-hmm. and and it's made for penetration. But you know, it, it could go through a car door, perhaps. I mean, it may not, but you know, it could typically it could go through a car door and go go through a few things before it will stop. Mm-hmm. Um, hollow point can typically, um, depends on what kind of hollow points, but it's made to expand. So when, if it does hit, it'll expand and slow down like and a less, shape. less penetration, you know, so it doesn't like keep going through things, but mm-hmm. yeah, uh, generally like I'll get full metal jacket ammo for, uh, like practice shoot, like target shooting. And then hollow point stuff is what, for, yeah, defense. What, yeah, you would use for defense. One of the interesting things in this this uh, documentary was that there were three shots fired. Lots of witnesses say that they heard three shots, and um, and they the question was well whether it came from like a couple of different shooters or three different shooters or if it all came from Oswald, and uh, and the Warren report said it all came from from Lee Harvey Oswald. Well, the um, the report from the coroner, the person who ended up examining the body, described different bullet wounds. They um, The one that they described had entered from, from uh, JFK's back. It went through, um, like, kind of near, like, the spine, and it came out just under his Adam's apple, and then it, it went through him and into this uh, governor uh, who was sitting in front of him. Right. And um, i trying to remember uh, what the governor's name was. I, I can't remember now. I can't remember either. Yeah. But anyway, ends up hitting the governor in, sitting in front of him and then goes through. I want to say that it goes through his uh, shoulder and then into like through his, his arm and then gets lodged into his left thigh. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's that's crazy, right? I mean, it's going through a lot of material, right? And and that would lead you to believe that that's a full metal jacket. Well, they were able to recover um, the slug from from the guy's leg mm. and examine it, and it had all the markings from uh, Oswald's gun. You know, because when you do a ballistics uh, test, you can see uh, patterns within the the bullet that would match the uh, the rifle barrel, the, inter- the internals of it, right? So you would have like a fingerprint 
where certain Ish. score, yeah. yeah, scoring marks on that round that could match up with um, the marks from the the, uh, the rifle. So they kind of match that stuff up. Well, the bullet was still in relatively good shape. It was it was a little deformed, and there were some nicks taken out of it. But considering it went through two two people and bone, then it was in pretty good shape. But they were able to analyze that bullet. Okay, so didn't it go through the car seat too? It, of course, <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe it did. Like I, to I hit the front guy, they hit the guy in the front. I can't remember. It went through. I don't think it went through the chair or the seat. They they, they have had, pretty low seats. So yeah, maybe. the front two seats, uh, or in front of the president was. I can't w- remember what type of seats they called it, but basically they're very very lowered yeah. seats. They're not the traditional seats. And they probably had all the headrests taken off too. And the headrests were gone exactly. Um, anyway, so so they really kind of confirmed that first that first bullet. Well, the witnesses say they heard three rounds or three gun, gunshots. Uh, some eyewitnesses said it sounded like one of the first um, gunshots was uh, like a firecracker. And there was an eyewitness that said that she thought the first one was a firecracker because she saw something uh, like spark off the ground. And, you know, she just assumed that it was a firecracker. And so it's very possible that uh oh and to back up the president before he got shot in the neck he he yelled um to folks around him something like my god they shot me um and and then he got hit in the neck and um and then the final shot was to his head so <clears throat> what this uh this this documentary is talking about is they think potentially the first shot missed ricocheted and the president got you know some sort of like um you know whatever material got kicked up shrapnel yeah 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 something like that and there was enough time between that moment and that second shot that hit him in the throat because you can't talk if you get hit in the throat right so um anyway you can see the video it's crazy to watch this happen it's it's really pretty disturbing um there are conspiracies of his wife doing it. Yeah. Showing the same footage of her doing it. and psh, psh. Yeah. I mean, there's so many conspiracies. There about are. It. Th- this one, though, is really fascinating. Right, right. And, and the other part of it was, and I'm, I cannot recall, it's been a while since I've gotten to play around with it, but with the JFK issue, but... Even if, how about this? You know, people, you, you mentioned something about the government had him offed. Mm-hmm. Well, just because Lee Harvey Oswald didn't did it doesn't mean that the government didn't have him do it. Somebody's got to sure. be the gunman, you know? So, but so I'm not saying, so I'm just saying there could be something to that conspiracy because there is also supposedly, and I've heard it, but, you know, I didn't see the timestamp on it, but. Obviously, he was alive when he said it, so it was before his death. <laughs> but I, I th- I, when I heard the, the, the speech, I thought it was very close to his death. And I think he was talking about it was either secret societies or the New World Order. And I think he was starting to bring that up, which, which maybe it wasn't even the government that had, the government that had him off. It was... The above the government, the, mm. the behind the government, sure, yeah, yeah. you know, which, which would 
in my opinion, would make more sense than the government doing it. Mm-hmm. But, you know, because because of some of the speeches that he was talking about, because he was supposed to have been involved in, in hearing about some of the behind-the-scenes things that he heard that he didn't like because he was an extremely very level-headed dude. Well, and, and think about it. This is the, during that time when uh, we were uh, dealing with Russia. We were also dealing with the Cuban Missile Crisis where Russia was delivering uh, missiles to Cuba and... We were concerned about the range of uh, Russia being mm-hmm. close to, close to us. Um, also, you know his infidelities uh, with his wife and <laughs> uh, Marilyn Monroe. Uh, there were also ties to uh, local mafia, um, mm. or not local mafia, but, but, but the, ma- mafia. the mafia. Yeah. And uh, so there's a lot of other conspiracies. What I was fascinated about this is that a lot of this show was based on the Warren report and the the ballistic evidence, and and that's why it was so much more compelling to me. The what would you take out of it? Because what you told me, what I gathered, because I didn't watch what you were talking about, mm-hmm. it to me it made it sound like that they're. I mean, making it sound like yeah, it's possible. Well, okay, so so the third shot, <clears throat> the th- the third shot was the shot that killed him, which was to his head, and um, there's. When uh, when folks were investigating the uh, book repository window where Oswald was set up, they found three shell casings. One shell casing was farther away, abnormally farther away from the other two. Mm-hmm. And that one had uh, some dents in it. It was mm-hmm. further away, so it, it landed and dented. <laughs> Well, I'm not sure exactly what the Warren report said in regards to that. They just said that there were three shells and there were three gunfires, right? Based on eyewitness testimony. But that one of the one of the theories is is that that one empty shell casing was not used um, in in this uh, in this event. Other than they think that maybe it was a a plug used in the rifle because. In some cases, they would put a shell in the chamber to keep um, like moisture and other things out of that specific area of the rifle. They would, and yeah, they because this was an old um, military rifle, hmm. and uh, and they described it. Yeah, but a sniping guy isn't going to go out there, and the first thing he does is sh- is make noise of flinging a shell, no. empty shell on the ground when he extracts it. Well, but that's the thing is when he was setting setting up, they think that he just took it out and, and laid it on the floor. But, but everybody shooting, heard three shots. Right. So this so, is where it gets interesting. Well, I will tell you this, that you could even say with an automatic, but I'll say an automatic first. Mm-hmm. If I sit there with an AR and I sit there on a bipod and, and or it's just locked down, and I sit there, it'll fling. Mm-hmm. But they're not going to all land in the same spot. Right. But particularly uh, a bolt action, if I just pull it back slow... It's going to fling and flop here. Mm-hmm. It'll differ depending on how fast I pull that back. Sure. And, you know, maybe maybe his first one was his uh, drilling where he shot. That was his first one. He just slammed it back and it flew. Mm-hmm. And then the second ones were focused. I don't know. Yeah, this one looked like it was in a, a forward position. Um, 
and, on the ground because they have yeah because they have uh, pictures of where they were located forward position and, but they described oh, it oh, oh. they said that they the term that they used was they said potentially used as a chamber plug and then they described what that would be like using an old rifle <clears throat> it's just a spent shell that they keep in the chamber to keep um, certain components from potentially having anything enter that part of the the rifle and that you would uh, uh, you know what do you is it called extract it from the eject it there you go and then uh and then would load his first round get ready for the um the presidential um you know cars to come to to start driving through so it was like in preparation he just removed it loaded his first round got ready for the event to happen but but the reason that i bring it up is that if in fact he only fired two shots where was that third shot potentially from? And so they looked at some of the ballistic evidence. We were talking earlier about uh, hollow point versus full metal jacket. A, a hollow point is going to, like, one of the things they did is they shot a cantaloupe and they shot full metal jacket round from a similar rifle and it went clean through. Yep, nice little hole. Nice little hole, exactly. The The entry wound and the exit wound looked almost identical. Like you could flip that cantaloupe around and not know exactly which one had the entry. Hollow points won't do that. <laughs> and, right, and so what they did is they switched over to a hollow point, and it blew that thing up. Yep. It destroyed it big time. Well, uh, Kennedy's head had a, a massive, I mean, his his, I mean, it was disgusting. I mean, you've, if you watch the video, there was quite a lot of uh, uh, tissue. Mist and... Yeah, there was, it was really disgusting. And so it suggested that that type of, uh, of a bullet had to have been one of, those, um, one of those hollow points. Here's the other thing, is that they could measure the entry wound from, from on, this, on the back of, the, of Kennedy's head. And... One of the several of the eyewitnesses said that they saw a Secret Service person in the car behind them stand up with an AR-15. And you know about AR-15s, mm-hmm. you know what kind of rounds they take. Well, they said that the entry wound of the um, of that uh, in in Kennedy's head was as, like six millimeters in size. The rounds from from uh, Oswald's gun was um i think they said it was like 6.5 millimeters but you know what the 556 is is that what it is is that in millimeters mm-hmm. yeah so what they said is it's that just under six millimeters and uh you know when it goes through it's likely made just a tad bit bigger of a hole as mm-hmm. it goes through yeah so if oswald's bullet had gone through and and made that entry wound then the entry wound would have been bigger but comparing the size of of what what the AR-15 oh. would have, so what? AR-15. Let me ask you, yeah, what ahead. did what did he shoot him? What did what round did Oswald use? Uh, I, I can't I, remember. I, I didn't write it down because yeah. that would make it. Because I'll tell you what, if it was a thirty out six, I'm not trying to be gross or nothing, but it would have been a different story yeah. <laughs> if he got hit in the head with a 30 odd series. Yeah, yeah. Well, so what, they, what they're saying, what this, this, uh, this theory is, is that they have eyewitness proof that shows a um, Secret Service person who has an AR-15 standing up in the car that's trailing behind the president's car. I don't know why okay? I've never seen that. And, uh, and there are pictures that show it, too. Hmm. Um, 
The other is is based on. But what the, about? But what about it? He's standing up, but yes, yeah, so, is he pointing towards the car? Yeah. So let me or towards so, a bad guy. So let me back up. I'm going to kind of describe the uh, sort of the process or the the three bullets and uh, and and what people kind of heard. Okay. First first round sounds like a firecracker. Witnesses say that they see something on on the ground like a firecracker. The president says, "Oh my God, they shot me." Okay, so he gets hit by something. Second shot through the neck. You can't say, "Oh my God, you shot me," right? He's you know, as soon as that hits, you can tell in the video people start looking back towards the book re- repository. Okay. First two shots go off, and people are looking back at that window behind the um, the presidential, you know, what do they call it? It's not a parade or whatever, but um, uh, motorcade. There you go, and uh, and everyone's looking back. Okay, so the second shot goes through Kennedy's neck, hits the governor, and gets him in three places: through his back, in his arm, lodges in his leg. So the guy is looking back at the book repository when the second shot hits. And that is Oswald's And that's round. confirmed, yeah. Ballistic test and shows... And that has to be a, a full metal jacket. Yes. Also would have... Exactly. Okay. Yeah, it would have stopped at, at, the, at the president, right. probably. But it certainly... It would have exploded if, if, out And if it neck. did go through him somehow, mm-hmm. it certainly wouldn't have gone through a couple other areas in the next mm-hmm. guy. Right. So, so first two shots are, are off. Um, and by that time, there's reaction from the entire motorcade, including all the Secret Service people. You can see, um, you know, people are looking around, and so um, there's also reports from quite a few witnesses that they could smell gun gunpowder at the street level. Hmm. Okay, Oswald had, and this is in the Warren report, so a lot of confirmation that this is true. Um, Oswald was way up sixth floor of the book repository, and they were behind the motorcade. Okay, if you shoot a gun, you've got to have, you know, you got to be downwind from from that gun to smell it. Well, downwind is Oswald, hmm. so that he's the wind is actually blowing up behind towards the book repository. So how can the people on the ground level smell that? Because the you shouldn't wind isn't going in the right direction. Hmm. Okay, the um, so the first shot goes through. People think that it's a firecracker. Some people respond or look at, look around where it came from. Second shot, definitely book repository. People are turned around and looking. Secret Service is standing up, looking around, and people see that one of the Secret Service agents has an AR-15 in his hand. What they think happened is that that um, that Secret Service agent accidentally fired around as he got up to look around, because the angle of the wound, the size of the wound, and the exit the wound, back of him, uh huh, and the and the exit wound would suggest a uh, hollow point bullet, smaller in size, and that's what an AR-15 has. It does not matter. An AR-15 does not shoot the same round as that uh, that rifle. I'm going to... I wish I knew. Uh, even? Thanks. It's probably a thirty <laughs> caliber or something, you know? I mean, from back in those days, it was always some kind of a, you know, 30-30, 30-06, some mm-hmm. kind of... Well, they say the entry wound of, of, uh, that, of that bullet is too small for uh, Oswald's round to even fit through. 
But that's just the kill shot, though. That's when you're talking about mm-hmm. because right. they are saying for sure. So you're saying that two people shot him on that day, perhaps. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the second one may have been on accident mm. because the the officer uh, or the Secret Service agent responded to that second shot, got up in a moving car, has the um, the AR-15 in his hands as he gets up, accidentally squeezes the trigger. Put his damn finger on the trigger. Yep. And uh, and and that is what this this uh, documentary says. Smoking gun. They think that the 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 second or the the kill shot actually came from Secret Service agent on accident because of the ballistics, because of the angle of of the bullet wound, um, and how all of the other supporting evidence, which is smell of of gunpowder at at the street level, which you would smell it as that motorcade drives down the road and underneath that pass everyone that it that that car drives past you're still going to smell some of that um uh that gunpowder pushed out for a long ways mm-hmm. i mean there's a lot of pressure yeah and and when that car is driving at 11 miles an hour you're going to get from where it all happened down past the street and people are going to then be running and smelling well that you know I, I don't know for sure but i'd almost guess that you know the secret service would have had some kind of defense rounds there well yeah yeah that's it's a good point but there's so, so many other like reports on in this or this uh warren report there's so many other accounts of weird stuff that happen that wouldn't normally happen in a in a regular scenario like a like a regular let's say homicide with the president involved there's a lot more uh power structure especially with the feds there, uh, Secret Service agents plus local police. There's a lot of other entities involved in the process, and and the feds are going to take over. Secret Service has priority, I think, in those those uh, emergency Probably, circumstances. Yeah. And so, and, and thing, the other issue really is is that especially when a in a you know a situation such as that, you know, with somebody up there like the president and stuff. They they don't disclose things, and if it is, it's very minimal. And that's if if there was ever any wonder, it's we have to fill in the gaps after that. Mm-hmm. And there was a lot of well, what ifs and whys, and that they would never answer. So they have to, mm-hmm. you know, so the the civilians have to sit there and well, I bet you it's this or that. And then guess what? Now you have a bunch of different kind of conspiracies. Because the worst one for me, because I enjoy conspiracies, but. But some of them are just make me sick because mm-hmm. you know, you know his wife. Even though a lot of the issues, I know loved him and stuff. And and when they the one that I saw that she was the one that offed him, I was like, oh, you guys. Yeah, it's a little. It's a bit of a stretch. There's, and it doesn't follow the evidence that was uh, the ballistic reports, they, they the eyewitnesses, were, the Warren report. They weren't. They were only using video, the video evidence, not anything even past the video evidence. Yeah. You know, it was very weak, but. Yeah. Which well, makes it worse because it's like, you know, it's bad enough that he had to die, but don't make her like, you know, she's a victim in this, not mm-hmm. like she's like the one that offed him. Yeah. You know, and I didn't like to you know, hear that one. It is the most documented, you know, there were so many witnesses, so much, so many people taking pictures and so much like video cameras going that, 
you know, and then plus all the in- investigations that were taking place at the time. It's well, it's a really compelling argument, and it is kind of a conspiracy theory because well, it doesn't match the Warren report. It's, but. it's funny because it's kind of a sickness, you know, like how hoarders, you know, they have a sickness. They don't see the issue that there's, you know, they're running into. But, you know, even if, you know, they give you the answer, and like I said, is a lot of the times the answer is even close to what you would ever think of, but you have the answer, let's just say, and they just won't accept it. You know, they just, no, no, they just want to keep it going. Mm-hmm. And cause that's maybe they just live for that, cons- you know, the conspiracy mm-hmm. or the, the, you know, the thrill of, I don't know. Well, knowing something that, or thinking knowing, you know, something that other people don't mm-hmm. or know the truth. Yeah. The no, being the special. Truth. Yeah. Yeah. Right. In quotes. But, yeah. Well, it's very fascinating. That was the JFK thing was probably the the most intriguing thing to me. There are a lot of uh you know, movies and stuff about JFK, but this little documentary it 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 just had such better arguments. There's so much more logic and they were using the the information that was actually in that Warren report. Yeah. And uh you know, it's it happened a long time ago, but you can still go back and you can read that and this made the most amount of sense and based on some of the eyewitness testimony and and the ballistics which you know now we know a lot more about this kind of stuff um you know than before and then to be able to reenact it or recreate it in a digital form which they did in this documentary i'm really shocked that they couldn't couldn't piece together the fragments enough to know what kind of round was used in the one of the things i'm kind of concerned about is you know the the potential cover up because if it was a, a secret service agent who had that final shot and it was on accident i mean uh, yeah it that could be a real big story really well, big story everybody in the dang car we, you know it'd be interesting to sit there and watch everybody else mm-hmm. because i'm telling you even if it was suppressed you know so there's still sound in it other people in that car is going to be like yeah. Oh, gun went off. Gunfire. That's that's like red flag for them to react. And you know, you so I would like to see if you would have to see other reactions to people, or even his face if he was like, mm-hmm. you know, that even if it was yeah. a funny reaction. But yeah. But I will tell you, that is so easy to do. I follow a bunch of guidelines when I go out shooting, and I'm glad I do because. There's times when I will have my finger on the trigger and I'm like shooting, 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 and I, I just kind of look over the side and say, "Hey, you know what, buddy?" And didn't even know, didn't even know that my my hand just had to move that little bit. Yeah, your finger was still on the trigger right. and you looked away. That's yeah. why I always have it pointed in a safe direction. Yeah. So if there is an issue, it goes off in a safe direction. Yeah. But uh, but it's a very it, common it, mistake. Yeah. Like I, another one I had, I was shooting and I was wearing gloves, and so you know, get, you, getting the feel of the trigger is a lot different. And one of my guns has got the smoothest trigger there is, and and just fired off around like mm-hmm. I wasn't ready for that. It didn't. Re- it wasn't. Re- I mean, yeah. little things, you know. Yeah. Well, and you never desensitizes know. Desensitizes your your finger. Maybe wore gloves that day. Yeah. Well, and you never it's know. Fatter in the trigger guard. If you know. if that uh, Secret Service agent had been used to using an AR-15 or not, you never know. Hit that subscribe button and the bell notifications if you're watching this on YouTube. And if you're just listening to the podcast again, please share it with others that might be interested in listening. And until we see you next time, take care and be safe. <laughs>